0: French six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. This is Ignition. Welcome to Ignition, a radio show and podcast for the new evangelization. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bergwald, and we want to launch your own efforts to explain the Catholic faith and to invite others to live it. Before we get into today's topic, we want to remind you that we love listener feedback. If you've got questions about today's episode or ideas for future episodes, please contact us. Uh, Two ways to do that, you can email us at ignition at sfcatholic sfcatholic.org again that's ignition at sfcatholic.org or you can tweet to us using our diocesan uh, twitter account sf hashtag ignition again sfdiocese use the hashtag ignition and we will take your complaints into consideration and pass them on to our producer because he handles all the bad stuff anyway uh father dickinson <laughs> is not here i have um a new guest co-host, Emily Hoffman. Good morning. Hi, Emily. Hi, Chris. <laughs> We're recording this early-ish in the morning. So Thanks I for having me back. Morning. Yes. Yeah, glad to have you back. Couldn't find anybody else. So, you know, you do.
1: Classic.
0: Nice. So, um, <laughs> how's your Advent going, Emily?
1: Happy Advent. Thanks. My Advent is, is great. Um, I had a realization that Christmas is not that far away no. last night. Kind of a, a, it dawned on me a little bit how far we actually are into Advent already. Um, It's been really good. I was actually just talking to my friend and I haven't done this yet, but I'm going to start adopting it. I was talking to her last night about Advent and she said um, she'd made a commitment to only listen to Advent music, no Mm. quote unquote Christmas music. Yep. And I thought, what a good idea. There's, you know, cut off the jingle bells and switch to, I don't know, away in a manger.
0: (laughs) So so two things, first of all, Actually, interesting, the the one you picked that you're going to cut off, Jingle Bells. Read the lyrics. Tell me sometimes. that has like
1: Christian context.
0: Nothing to do with Christmas at all. Yeah. I, 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 well,
1: I mean, you got Santa's bells, which are implied in the Jingle you Bells. Do. Are you sure? No.
0: I, I thought about that a couple years Somebody pointed that I'm like,
1: oh. Huh. But it's like the Christmas of your dashing I know, oh, through I know. the snow. I hear you. I hear you. No one Now,
0: the other thing I was going to say is I tried. I tried once just to listen to Advent music during Advent. How'd it go? There's not a lot out
1: there. Really, <laughs> no. really. Yeah. Okay. We got
0: "O Come, O Come, Emmanuel," and uh, there there are a few uh, hymns in particular.
1: Okay. Um, so be careful
0: what I try for. But, but no, go for it and let me know how that works out for you. Okay. Uh, and maybe you'll have better success than I did. Maybe there's a lot more now than there was. Three years ago. <laughs> anyway, we're not here to talk about Advent. Um, actually, going to talk about a couple of things that are coming up after Advent. One sooner, one later. Um, that you're involved with, uh, both of them. Uh, the first is the March for Life in January, um, a pilgrimage mm-hmm. that that uh, you're going to be leading. Actually, you led this last mm-hmm. January, right? Right. Um, talk a little bit of, briefly about the the March for Life pilgrimage.
1: Yeah. Um Chris, like you said, it happens in January. Um, we're taking off the 20th of January. We'll be back the 24th. So leave a Tuesday night and we get back on Saturday. We're busting down. The March for Life is actually a, a national event in Washington, D.C. Um, I can't remember what the count was, but it's something in the millions, I think, of, of
0: attendees of
1: attendees, of pilgrims that come to participate in this March for Life. Um, last year was the first year that I went, and I absolutely loved it. I I had heard good things, um, but it to be to be completely honest, it blew me out of the water. It was an incredible experience. Um, the joy, the excitement, the peace of the march was was wonderful, um, and just being surrounded by that many people that are that are standing up and in, in love and in peace and saying, "Hey, we want to do something about this." Right. Um, so we, we had a blast. Even the bus ride down, I was like, okay, this is a long time on a bus. How's this going to go? But it was a great time. We had a um, an awesome group of people that went. It is. It tends to be a little bit more um, geared toward youth, or a lot of youth, I should say, come. But it's actually open to anyone. And this year, I think we're going to have a lot more adults and families that are interested in joining us. There are still some spots available. So uh, please sign up. You can check it out, youth. And if you just hit on the events tab, it'll bring you right to the March for Life and you can find some more information.
0: Yeah, I think just, you know, take the, I think four, usually you're leaving on the 20th, returning the 24th, you said, right? Right, So So it's five days, I guess. So I think sometimes, is that over a weekend? Do you know?
1: You know, it's actually, no, we leave a Tuesday night and we get back Saturday. And that's a a hesitancy for a lot of people to come. Um, But I've had this realization that if the Lord wants you to be there, he provides and he takes care. We had um, a, a group of people that came last year that that was their biggest thing was how are we going to miss this much school or this much work um and they laughed about how when they got back it it wasn't even a big deal right, right. like they yes they had to do a little bit of preparation in advance to take care of things but it actually worked out really really well that they were able to join
0: i think sometimes i think it can be the idea is boy if I, that that you you're signing up to go every year in a sense because it is every year but but obviously that needn't be just try to go once if yep. you can. I, I haven't ever been myself, so I, I need to take my own advice here. I know. Um. Uh, so I need to try to go once. But for me, I know part of it yep. is like I feel like if I go once, then I'm going to be going every year. But that, yeah. obviously, that's not the case. No,
1: not at all. Yeah. Not at all.
0: So that's one. Anything else about the Marsh for Life that you... Um.
1: One last thing that I would say is um, if you yourself can't go... But you think of someone right away that you're thinking, you know, I think they would benefit from that, or that would be really good. I highly encourage you to uh, to to invite them or to throw it out to them and let them know. If you happen to be listening to this podcast and someone crosses your mind, sometimes it's the Holy Spirit, and and I'm realizing that those that come on the March for Life are often somewhat of a personal invitation, right? Um, which is which is huge. And so, if somebody's coming to your mind, it may be somebody that would benefit from invite the pilgrimage. Them. So please Great. invite
0: them. So that, that's one. And the other event is is a bit further off, the summer of 2016. So yeah. uh, over, still over a year and a half away. And that's the World Youth Day pilgrimage, Yeah, uh, yeah. which you're also going to be involved with leading uh, a, a pilgrimage from our office, not just national, but now international, international. worldwide. Talk yeah. a little bit about uh, World Youth Day 2016.
1: World Youth Day 2016, Krakow, Poland. Um so excited for this opportunity. Pope Francis is pretty excited as well as I, as I hear. Um, it's actually, a, it's a pilgrimage to the, the home of John Paul II. Pope Saint, Saint Pope, Pope Saint? Pope Saint. Pope Saint John Paul II. Um, which I think is really a, a cool thing that they chose that location, um, after, uh, John Paul's canonization was the last October.
0: April. April. Just this April. Yeah. Oh my
1: goodness. Um, so anyway, yeah, very, very excited about about that. Um, we have about 50 spots available, but if we have some more than that, if we are ahead of our game, I think that we can accommodate right, things, right, if you right, will. Right, right. Um, but a couple of the highlights are going to include Auschwitz. Um, we're going to stop at Auschwitz. Um, our Lady of Czestochowa. Uh, and then we'll also spend some time in Warsaw. Um and I know that there's a couple other things that I'm missing right now, but it's going to be a really beautiful pilgrimage. It's actually open only open to uh, 18 and older. In every other country, they consider youth uh, kind of a, more of a young adult. Right. So this this pilgrimage is geared towards young adults that are looking for this opportunity. Uh, we have mass with Pope Francis uh, twice, once or twice um, during the time that we're there. Different. Th- this is I can't remember what number. Um, oh, how many world days? Yeah. Is, yeah. Maybe like thirteen or fourteen. Uh, maybe I think official so. yep. big World Youth Days. Um I actually went to Sydney, Australia in two thousand and eight and haven't been back since. So I'm very excited.
0: Um we'll so we'll be gone for about a week, right? A little over a Yeah, week, I think
1: I it's think. a. I I think it's actually seven days. Yeah.
0: Okay. So so that's coming and, and, and where can people find more information about that? Uh I think I think sfcatholic.org slash W Y D World Youth yes. Day. Yep, um, and it'll take you to a, a page that has information about it.
1: There. Yep. So, yep.
0: So actually, we're not here though to talk about March for Life and World Youth Day. We're talked here to talk about the things that both of them are, which is really vague and nebulous. What is Chris Dun dun
1: about? dun. <laughs>
0: and that is the idea of a pilgrimage. Yeah. Um, the the idea of what exactly is because we talk these aren't just trips, you know, and I. I didn't purposely uh, say – like I, I we were talking about March for Life, and I said attendees, and you said pilgrims. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if you were intentionally mm-hmm. correcting me or not, no, but I was not glad not. you did because that gets at the point that these are not just trips. They're not just vacations, right. either of them. Obviously, you think, well, of course, and especially right. March for Life, but even the, – the, especially, I think, thinking about World Youth Day. These are not just getaways for young adults to take a break from, you know, all the responsibilities of adulthood and so on. These are pilgrimages. So you had the idea when we were talking about um, what to do for this episode uh, of talking more about that idea of what a pilgrimage is Mm -hmm. and the different sorts of pilgrimages, why you make them and what makes a pilgrimage a pilgrimage as opposed to a vacation. So maybe that'd be a a good way to start, actually. Um, What is the difference between a trip, a vacation, and a pilgrimage.
1: Right. Um, so right before we started this, I actually Googled pilgrimage, and it was super unhelpful because <laughs> the definition of a pilgrimage was something along the lines of a journey of a pilgrim right. <laughs> or something like that. And I was okay, like, okay, ahead. give me a little something more. So then I Googled pilgrim, and the definition was something along the lines of one who makes a spiritual journey or a journey with spiritual purpose. And I think that's really what I would recognize as the difference between um, a pilgrimage and something like just a trip or a vacation is that there's a great purpose and mission in a pilgrimage. Um, and that can be various things. You know, we were just talking right before we started the different uh, reasons that someone might take a pilgrimage right. to many different places, right. whether that's the park next door or whether that's across the world. Um but I think that a, a pilgrimage really is is a journey with a spiritual purpose, with the uh, prayer of intention.
0: So, so, and I, I think it's interesting, actually, as you were saying that, because I was thinking about pilgrimage and so on. But if you step back for a minute, just think, especially two weeks ago from today when we're recording this on Thursday, December 11th. Um, what when, do when you think of pilgrim, Emily? What comes to mind? In a very basic way, pilgrim. An American but Thanksgiving, like, Thanksgiving yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the pilgrims come over, John Wayne, you know, pilgrim, you know. <laughs> yeah. but, but there, the, so is there, there's sort of that secular sense of pilgrim, but there is even the, the, the pilgrims, this was true of them as well. The, the pilgrims who journeyed to Plymouth Rock and so yeah, on, Yeah, you know, they had, they had that a, intention, yeah. a spiritual intention as yep, well. Yep. Um. So talk a little bit like, well, first of all, maybe this would be a good way to get into explaining this more. Have you ever made... Than a pilgrimage
1: I have yeah I have um a, a couple different ones um and I'm trying to think of, of maybe one that that sticks out in my mind as particularly blessed and I, it I actually I got to spend a little bit of time abroad um when I was in college I studied abroad in Rome and one of the pilgrimages that I made was to azizi assisi um, very, very powerful pilgrimage into the tomb of St. Francis in particular. Mm. Um, and I, I could go on and on and on about the many blessings and things that came with that, but um, I, had, I had a particular devotion to St. Francis. Um, love him a lot, and he loves me a lot I feel like. So I wanted to, I wanted to kind of um, grow in that relationship with him, but then also there were things in my life that I really wanted to surrender to the intercession of St. Francis. And so uh, in that pilgrimage, really, that was my intention: was St. Francis. I want to come and I want to um, give some of these things on my heart to you, so that you might bring them to the Father. In some ways, intercede for me in this, and and it was beautiful. I remember being down um, near his tomb and just the silence of the place, lighting candles before his tomb. It was a very
0: powerful thing. So, so you had a goal there, uh, if you will, a, a fundamental goal of this. The reason you were doing it was this for a spiritual purpose. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think there's also the reality that part of a pilgrimage is because I can go to someplace mm-hmm. and pray. Mm-hmm. I can go to my parish. I can come to our Cathedral of St. Joseph and pray. That by itself, though, isn't a pilgrimage. There's also th- something also, right, about the journey there, right. making a pilgrimage. Can you talk a little bit about that?
1: Oh, I think absolutely. The part of um, what makes a pilgrimage so, I think, sometimes funny in my mind is the getting there, um, you know, the Lord when He invites us someplace, sometimes I think the evil one, um, doesn't want us to go, and right. so there's always just weird, um, things and stories that really are, are hilarious of the evil one maybe trying to discourage us. Um, when I went on uh, different pilgrimages that I've been on that I've gone on with friends, <clears throat> you just I remember one time my friend my friend Katie, I was like, Katie, you are driving me nuts. Why are you driving me nuts right now? And it was this reality that we were we were going on this incredible journey together and we were experiencing this beauty and um I think the evil one was not excited that we were going right. because he knew that the Lord had called us and right. that the Lord was doing incredible things in our life. Um, but but on the other hand, also the Lord blessing that journey so much. Um and and really I think sometimes the journey is a time of of preparation in our hearts, you know. I think when when World Youth Day comes up in 2016, part of the journey there is going to be praying together right. as a group of pilgrims. Right. The, part of that is going to be um, praying for the intentions of Pope Francis, reading probably some of the some of the prayers of Pope Francis, um, and and that's all part of the journey in in getting there, and that opens the heart to the graces that will be received. So
0: part of the pilgrimage is the actual getting to the place you're physically mm-hmm. getting to the place you're going. What whether it's by bus or by plane mm-hmm. or train or walking, mm-hmm. um it's that making the entire journey uh filled with a spiritual purpose. Mm-hmm. So so praying on right. on the way to where you're going. Right. Um and making that part of it as well. Oftentimes I don't know your your thoughts on this it seems like and I think a lot of people, especially when it comes to pilgrimages that that it do entail uh especially walking, I think, but there tends to be an ascetic dimension. So where there's there's giving something up, particularly maybe a fasting of some sort or yeah. or doing some penitential practice as well. Um, in your experience has that that been part of it, or is that sort of secondary or how does that that fit in, in your experiences of pilgrimages?
1: Oh, I think that's really An important practice, a beautiful practice, um, that allows us to enter in more deeply to the journey that we're taking in some regard. Um, and, and I, even the, the simple things, um, whether it be, you know, you're taking a bus pilgrimage and you're going to give up soda or something for that time. Um, I think that allows us because it calls to mind when we're, when we're fasting of those things, when we are, um maybe even doing something in particular, you might pray every hour on the hour or you know, a minute for every hour on the hour. It calls to mind the journey that we're taking. It calls right. to mind the purpose of what we're doing. And so I think it, all of those things are aimed at, at drawing us more deeply into the journey that's a, that we're on, that we're, that's ahead of us.
0: So what sorts of things have you done or might you do in the future, for instance, with the March for Life? Like, how does the, the pilgrimage become... Uh, the, the trip to DC become more than just a bus ride, but become part of this pilgrimage.
1: One of the things, and this doesn't uh, doesn't quite fit into the category that I think we're talking about, but um, now that I'm thinking about it, it seems as though it's one of the best ways that we entered in was um, we chose to watch uh, several pro-life mm-hmm. documentaries, <clears throat> movies, uh, testimonies along our journey. We had, you know, a nice bus that was able to you plug in a DVD or whatever. Um, and that was a, a huge grace of our of our pilgrimage last year and something that I'm hoping to do again this year. Um you know the surrounding yourself with the purpose of what, of what you're doing. I think was a huge thing. Um another thing that we that we did was the um USCCB comes out with a novena leading up to the March for Life. They provide um a really beautiful novena and we prayed that each day of our of our pilgrimage obviously. we only got five days of it in. But um, that was another thing. It was always calling to mind what it is that we were praying for, what it is that we were journeying for. Um, Those are are two things that were a huge grace. Novenas across the board, I think, would be um, a very good way to enter in more deeply. Right. To to a pilgrimage.
0: And making it more authentic, more fully a pilgrimage. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Um, so you talked earlier about some of the different reasons why we might go on pilgrimage. Can, can you get, talk more about that? Give some examples or some, what are some of the different reasons why somebody would make a pilgrimage?
1: I think the first one that comes to mind is healing. Um, oftentimes when the Lord invites us on a pilgrimage or stirs our hearts to to go on pilgrimage, it's, it's often because he desires to heal something in our heart. Um, I just finished reading... Paul Young's "The Shack." Um, it's it's kind of a Lutheran, uh, a Lutheran story of this of a man's journey to healing, essentially after a terrible tragedy that took place in his life. The Lord invites him back to the place where this tragedy took place or the, the, where the tragedy happened, um, and it's really the story of healing in this man's life and and encountering the Lord's deep forgiveness. Mm-hmm. Um, he really brought him into some of the wounds that were in his heart. He saw the darkness of the cave in his heart. He saw the garden of his heart that was a mess, um, and the Lord invited him to walk in that garden with him. So I think healing is one. Um, I would love to go on a pilgrimage to gratitude.
0: What? I know that where, sounds really weird. Where is gratitude? I at? don't know yet. Okay. I haven't gotten that far. <laughs> but this, no, but but you're obviously but you it's it's you're not talking about a.
1: A place. a place,
0: although you would presumably right. yes. you would journey to yes. a place, but your purpose would be yes. the spiritual goal you have in mind. Yeah, is to to grow right. in gratitude. Yeah.
1: Well, here, okay, so this is where this whole thing came from. There's a another podcast. I'm sorry. Well,
0: yes, there are other podcasts <laughs> that exist. I I am a, and, and radio shows Catholic yes. stuff. You should know. Yes,
1: um, great podcast, and they have a a a, a, a what's it called? An episode. Um, called a pilgrimage to beauty,
0: mm.
1: and it's the story. Um, it's actually I think like two seminarians or two young priests that are sharing this at uh, something like a theology on tap, and they talk about they took a pilgrimage with a group of students <clears throat> to beauty, and I think they went to Switzerland or something like that. And the entire uh, uh, premise, the entire intention of this pilgrimage was to encounter beauty and in encountering beauty to encounter the Lord, um, flipping how we often do things in evangelization on its head instead of starting with, okay, here's God, here are the rules, here's what you need to do. And then you'll receive this beauty and this love. No, let's start with beauty and love. Let's start with the incredible gift that God has given us. And in that we will encounter the creator. And, and that was their whole purpose. It was a pilgrimage to beauty. Um, And I was saying, well, if they can do that, I could totally do a pilgrimage to gratitude. Wouldn't that be a great idea to grow in gratitude? And I haven't figured out what that is going to look like yet, but it would be something really awesome.
0: So, because this, I I think that maybe gets another thing that we really didn't touch on. So, this, taking the either idea, pilgrimage to gratitude, pilgrimage to beauty, why make it a pilgrimage at all? Why not just go to your prayer corner? Why do you want to just go to your parish? Um, and 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 spend some time in prayer reflecting on something beautiful mm-hmm. um or reflecting on the blessings and gifts that God has given to you why add this whole pilgrimage component to that what what's the the value-added proposition uh, what, what's the what's why why make it a pilgrimage at all
1: right <clears throat> I mean I think there's a lot of different reasons one that comes to mind um, immediately is, there's something very tact, tactile about a pilgrimage. There's something about the walking. There's something about the quote unquote suffering that can often come with a pilgrimage. You know, if you ever have talked to someone that has done the Camino in Spain,
0: um, we'll talk more about that because I let I, I okay, explain that. But okay, if great. There, somebody's done um, that, if
1: somebody, has done that um, if somebody has done that type of pilgrimage, or you'll see pilgrims that might get to a certain place and crawl on their knees there's a certain pain and a certain suffering that um, they're entering into to encounter the the prayer that they seek.
0: If so you will. I think this goes back to the, the, the our discussion about the ascetic dimension.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a great way to put it.
0: So we, we, we the, the fact that we are undergoing something where there is some, some, Physical suffering, if you will, we're depriving ourselves a little way, or maybe a great way. Yeah. But in, in some little way, where we're depriving ourselves physically because we found just the spiritual reality of depriving yourself, depriving yourself physically, especially when we have so much,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know, whether it's food or comfort, you know, the, the, yeah. the life, where where it allows us to spiritually. Right, right, we're more easily able to to raise our minds and our hearts yeah. to God. Yep. So so I, to me, the, the pilgrimage dimension of it, what does it add to? It enhances, it, it deepens my ability to enter into yeah. beauty, to yeah. gratitude, to encounter God yeah. in all those yep.
1: ways. And even being removed from our typical day-to-day scenario, I think draws us out of ourselves.
0: Right, yeah, way. I think exactly, yeah, you're, you're right. Saying. Doing something different than our normal routine. Yep. Yeah, yep. I, I, definitely. I do wanna talk, and, and we can talk more about in other other purposes or other ways to make pilgrimages, but you mentioned the Camino in Spain. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, what what more, what is the Camino?
1: I've never done it. I would love to do it. It's a pilgrimage to the tomb of St.
0: James. James, it's, thank it's you. It's in uh, Santiago de Compostela. So,
1: there we go. Um, and, and you can start at any various piece of the journey. Like I said, I have not done it. Um, so talk to someone that has, because it's apparently really beautiful. Um, but basically you're walking and you're camping, you're, um, staying in hostels essentially along this journey and you're encountering thousands of pilgrims who do this every year. Um, but it is it's a it's a journey to the tomb of the apostle
0: and it, but it can i mean it's it's not like a day i mean no. the, like you said oh, it can be months months literally yeah. as people will, like the the longer many of the starting points for the journey there are different paths to get to santiago de compostela uh, along this, there are different pilgrimage routes, but many of them begin in France mm-hmm. and you journey through the Pyrenees mountains, yeah, crossing over the border into Spain. Yeah. So it can, yeah, literally be months and months where yeah. people will usually walking mm-hmm. um, along this pilgrimage route. Yeah. Um, and so there's definitely that, that aesthetic dimension, yeah. Um, and it, I know a couple of young women in, in, in our diocese who this summer, yeah,
1: um, many people cameo, cam- yeah. Camino. yeah,
0: yeah. So, Absolutely. Anyway, yeah, I, I would love to do it sometime uh, myself, but that's probably a little ways off for
1: me. You know what? Even a small pilgrimage—a pilgrimage to Broomtree, a pilgrimage to Dismet, a pilgrimage to—I'm to, trying to think of some of the beautiful little churches that we have around South Dakota. Right.
0: That's right. a
1: that's a pilgrimage in itself.
0: You could even, in terms of walking, I mean, if if wherever you are. So you know, we we you and I both uh, live and work in in the city of Sioux Falls, uh, but whatever town yeah. or city you live in. You could you know literally take take half a day to to walk from wherever you are to your parish church or to get dropped yeah. off somewhere if you're living yeah. right next door then.
1: yeah, absolutely but just
0: to to make it a pilgrimage. We got about half a minute left, Emily. Anything you'd recommend for you know, I guess deepening that that spiritual purpose?
1: That's a big question I know <laughs> um, I don't know about deepening thats well, yeah. I would I would encourage you to take even that small pilgrimage to, to take that small step. If you're looking, if you're being stirred, if you're seeking for just a change in pace and seeking, um, I think sometimes in, at this point in the year we get a little bit restless. Right. Take right. that pilgrimage, pilgrim to what it is that you seek, whether that's a greater deep a sense of joy, healing, um, especially around this this Advent season, this Christmas time.
0: It's beautiful. I mean, and whatever it is, wherever it is, you know, that gratitude, you don't know what that is yet, but we can do different things to to, to make a real pilgrimage that way. So.
1: Absolutely. Thanks, Emily. Thank you, Chris.
0: Sure, and that will wrap up this episode of Ignition. Again, you can email us at ignition at sfcatholic.org or tweet to us at SFDiocese using the hashtag Ignition with any thoughts, questions, or topics for future episodes. Thanks for listening, and may God bless you. Thanks for listening. You can find archives of this and past episodes online at sfcatholic.org. Click on Media and then Audio Files. You can also subscribe to the Ignition Podcast in the iTunes Store. Remember to tune in every Thursday afternoon at 2 o'clock on Lamb Catholic Radio on 91.3 FM in Hartford and Sioux Falls and on 88.9 FM in Ipswich and Aberdeen or online at lambradio.com.